Alright, hello and welcome back you guys. Welcome back to the Trail I'm Taking podcast. I'm your host Becca and yeah, first thing I want to say is I'm sorry for my voice. I am getting over a cold. I don't really know what it is. If it's like sinus infection or bronchitis or what, I know it's not like the flu or anything, thank God. But yeah, I don't really know what it is. I think I'm on like the last day, the last string of it, so that's good. But my voice does sound pretty terrible right now, so I'm really sorry if it sounds scratchy. And before we get into today's episode, as usual, I just wanted to say thank you guys for your support on last week's episode and all my previous episodes. It really does mean so much to me, and I'm so glad you guys are enjoying it. Every week I get a little bit more of positive feedback from whether it be my friends or just listeners from around the country. So thank you guys so, so, so much. I really, really do appreciate it, and I'm excited for this podcast and today's episode. So before we get started, I just, like last week, want to just take you guys through a weekly recap in case any of you guys care. So like I said, this week was not the best just because obviously like the sickness and ironically today we're going to talk about fitness and nutrition and health and well-being and here I am sick as a dog. But that aside, this week just, I mean, I think everybody has those weeks where it's just not the greatest week, you know, I was just kind of stressed out, I was sick, I just wasn't feeling super motivated, super inspired, and I finished that book that I told you guys about last episode, Slight Edge, I finished that, so I didn't have a book to read for Monday and Tuesday of my week this week, so that was just kind of weird having to find something else and put in a new part of that part of my morning routine, and then I just, like I said, got sick, and I just wasn't feeling my best, I didn't wake up at 6 a.m. every day after I woke up feeling so shitty one morning. I decided to sleep until 7 o'clock just to give my body a rest. And sleeping until 7 definitely is not, like, late by any means. But I've been waking up at 6, as you guys know, so that was different. Made me feel a little bit lazier in the morning, but I know my body needed the rest. And, yeah, so pretty much every morning I slept until about 7. I didn't work out in the morning except for Monday, I believe. I worked out with my friend Taylor, who you guys have heard about. But the rest of the week, I slept in in the mornings, tried to just give my body some rest, and worked out later in the evening. And that's kind of what I want to touch on in today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about fitness and nutrition. And I took a poll on my Instagram today, or last night, asking what you guys would rather hear. If I should talk about money tips and saving and budgeting or fitness and nutrition. And a bunch of you guys voted for fitness and nutrition. And if you'd like to be a part of my next poll on my Instagram, as always, it's linked down below. It's at Becca Ballin with two N's. And you guys can be really engaged and active in your say of what happens and what is talked about in the next episode of The Trail I'm Taking. So, yeah, if you want to follow that, that'd be awesome. I get to engage with you guys and talk to you guys and receive your feedback through DMs. So that's always a really good thing. And I love hearing you guys' criticism or positive feedback or anything like that, reviews and suggestions. So like I said, if you want to follow that, go ahead. It'll be linked down below. But yeah, like I said, so today we're going to talk about fitness and nutrition. So first things first, I just want to start off by saying I'm obviously not a nutritionist, dietitian. I'm not a trainer. i This is not expert advice by any means. This is just my personal advice and what I have done to help benefit my lifestyle and my health journey, my fitness journey. This is just my personal opinion. So this is not any kind of expert advice or anything like that. Just a disclaimer. This is just my personal opinions on fitness and health. So let's just get right into it. So the first thing that I know I've said in probably every single episode is prioritizing your fitness and health and whether that's waking up super early or 
just fitting in a certain time to work out every single day and eat healthy. I think whatever works for you and just finding whatever kind of routine works for you. I know certainly not everybody likes to wake up at 6 or 7 a.m. I mean, some people value their sleep and they like to sleep until 9 and stay up till midnight. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. Personally, that just doesn't really work for me and my schedule. One, because I have classes every day like around 9 or 9 30 so I just feel the most productive when I'm waking up early and I'm packing in a lot of stuff and to-do lists before I have to go to class but like I said whatever works for you I mean I think it's all about just finding your personal preference and what you like best so I don't think by any means that you have to wake up early like I said this is just my personal opinion and preference but scheduling and prioritizing your fitness I think whether it's writing down or making a commitment to a friend. I think workout partners and friends are such a good way to keep you accountable for your fitness journey or health journey. So if you make a promise to a friend to work out with him in the next morning or send your friend your results of your workout that day, it's such a good way to keep track of your progress and help keep each other accountable for your goals and your journey. So my first tip, obviously, is to find a workout partner. And I know you guys have heard me talk about Taylor. I work out with her a lot during the week. We work out usually in the morning around 6.30 or 7, and we'll just do whatever we're feeling that day. Recently, this week, we have been using the Nike app. And, yeah, I think it's the Nike app. It has, like, a little yellow icon at the app store it's free and if you don't get the premium version which i don't have it gives you a ton of free workouts and circuits and you can change it from beginning or beginner um intermediate and advanced and you can go anywhere from eight minute workouts to an hour long workout so we did a 45 or 30 minute hit routine which is high intensity interval training and it was a kick in the ass it was super hard but it was such a good way to start off the morning i personally just love getting a good sweat session in in the mornings like as early as I possibly can it just makes the rest of my day set up on such a positive and good note and I just feel so much better after I work out and I go back to my dorm and I take I take a shower and read my book a little more and get my morning routine and then I go to class I feel like I've already packed so much into the morning and it's not even noon yet so definitely finding a workout partner or someone in general, who can just help keep you accountable. They don't even necessarily have to work out with you, even if you just have a mentor or a friend or a family member or anything that can help keep you accountable for your goals and you can send them your progress. And I know a lot of people even use apps like Weight Watchers or My Fitness Pal or anything like that. I know some of the people in my family use Weight Watchers and they absolutely love it. And you can go to meetings and you can keep track with your friends for accountability and everything like that. So if you're into that, I definitely recommend looking into that. I think you could really benefit from it. But the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is developing a reasonable workout plan. So even if it is your goal to work out seven days a week, it's just not reasonable for your body. I mean, your body obviously needs rest days and that is factually proven. I mean, you have to take at least one rest day a week. It's not good for your body and good for your muscles just to constantly strain them and hurt them by trying to build them every single day of the week. So for me, honestly, I usually take between one and two days of the week off. So typically I do not work out on Sundays or 
usually like a certain day of the week. So sometimes it'll be Sunday and Monday or sometimes it'll be Sunday and Fridays because I'm going to go home after class and I don't want to worry about working out in the morning or sometimes it's Sundays and Tuesdays. It really just depends. But developing a reasonable plan that's going to work for you and not overload or overuse your muscles and lead to any kind of damage and when you work out every single day you're not going to end up building your muscle you're just going to strain the muscles and as a result you're just going to destroy any kind of progress you want so it's important to take an off day or two or three or whatever you prefer and just not strain your body just take a rest day I mean you can still find little things to get your heartbeat up whether it's just taking a walk or riding on the treadmill with a friend or riding on a bike or anything of the sorts it's just important to not work out hard every single day so like I said for me I usually schedule in between one and two off days a week and that really helps keep my body just not sore all the time and I'm feeling refreshed the next morning after an off day. I'm ready to get back after it and get back in the gym and make some more progress. So like I just said, I usually take one to two off days a week. So that lets me work out between five and six days a week, which is honestly, I mean, that's a lot compared to most people and that does not work for everybody. And I certainly do not do that every single week. This week, like I said before, I just was not feeling my best and I just wasn't feeling super motivated. And I only worked out, I think, three days and then I went to spin class this morning, which I'm also going to do a segment on a little bit here. But yeah, I don't think every week has to be just nonstop grinding and killing yourself in the gym and just waking up super early and anything crazy, you know? I mean, you're a normal human. Things are going to happen. Shit's going to happen. You're going to get sick or you're just going to wake up not feeling your best. And it's important to listen to your body and not overdo it. I mean, there's a difference in waking yourself up and pushing yourself to go than waking yourself up and forcing yourself to go. You know, you have to be really in tune with your mind and your body and how you feel. I am definitely a believer that mental health is just as important as your physical health and if you're mentally just in the dumps right now or you just really do not want to go work out today and you just need to take a you day and prioritize yourself and do whatever you need to do whether it's take a nap or read a book or hang out with your friends or just get your mind off something that necessarily doesn't have to be working out I I think it's so crucial to listen to how you feel every day and go by that and to determine what kind of day you're going to have actively. I mean, there's certainly days where I wake up and I'm just like, no, I just, I'm just not feeling it today. I can go later on or I'll go tomorrow. I'm just, I'm not in the headspace to go. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, it, there is a difference between pushing yourself and forcing yourself. It's good to push yourself and make yourself do one more rep and be like, okay, I got it. I can do five more push-ups or five more burpees or five more jump squats. But if you're physically just not in the headspace or mindset to do that then don't force yourself to do it it's important to just be in tune with how you're feeling because if you're not in the right headspace you're not going to be in the right headspace during that workout and you're just going to go harder on yourself or be worse on yourself and you're going to think worse of yourself and with that another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is not making your workout plan too structured so even if you have a reasonable plan that doesn't mean that it's very structured so say you wanted to work out three days out of the week monday wednesday fridays but make sure it's not too structured so like i said a few seconds ago don't force yourself to work out every day at 6 a.m you know i mean it's okay to work out one day at 6 a.m and one day at 6 30 or one day at 6 15 and one day at 7 you know 
I believe that as long as you're doing it and you're holding yourself accountable and you're crossing that off your checklist and you know that you're doing it, it doesn't necessarily matter what time or how you're going about it. If you say that I'm going to work out by myself all three days this week, but then a friend asks if they can join you or you ask a friend if you can join them, that's still okay. You're still working out. It doesn't have to necessarily fit into one tiny part of your schedule that you wrote down. Yes, it's good to have a set plan and a written out devised schedule, but it's okay to make changes. And as long as you're still doing those things and crossing those things off your list, it's still important to keep yourself going, but just at your own pace. And that comes back to finding what works for you. It's not reasonable for everybody to wake up at 6am and go work out like it may be for other people's like I like to wake up early but I know I have a ton of friends who like to work out late at night and that just depends on your body and listening to how you feel and when you're going to perform your best and feel your best and it can even be something as simple as the weather to determine how you feel this week on Wednesday granted I was still a little bit sick but my alarm went off at six o'clock and it was absolutely torrentially downpouring outside the entire building was so loud and I just love to sleep when it's raining and it was so peaceful and so nice, but I just knew that I was not going to want to walk down the hill from my building to the gym and it was raining and I just knew I wouldn't feel my best. So I decided to just wait until later that day to work out and that's that's okay, you know. I had it in my plan and in my schedule to work out that day, but not necessarily at 6 a.m. like I had hoped for. So that comes back to the whole structure thing. It doesn't have to be so insanely structured that you're forcing yourself to do something. As long as you're doing it, that's what matters. For example, right now it is literally snowing outside. We, in Georgia, finally have snow. It's currently February 8th at noon. And right after I got out of spin class this morning, there was snow on the ground and it is beautiful. But I mean, I know if I hadn't gone to spin class this morning, I would not want to go right now just because I know it's snowy and I'd rather just stay inside and enjoy it with my family and my friends and my dogs. And I wouldn't want to go work out right now and it's the weekend and that's perfectly fine as long as I'm working out at some point and achieving that three days a week or four days a week of working out. It doesn't necessarily have to be on a specific day at a specific time at all. And another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was finding a workout that works for you. So as you guys have probably heard me say like 25 times in this entire podcast is I have found my love for spin class. I absolutely love it. I actually started going the very first week of my Christmas break. So December 10th or 11th is when I did my first class and it's currently February 8th, like I said, and I've been going for almost two full months and I'm obsessed with it. So over the break, they had it three to four times a week and I went probably three to four times and I even did the morning classes at 545 and I did the night classes at like seven and they're just so much fun and it's such a good workout. And it's a mixture of traditional spin and rhythmic spin. So if you're familiar with either of those, Soul Cycle is like a really big rhythmic spin. It's a famous place and like lights off, music on, you go on beat. Whereas traditional spin, it's more of hills and jumps. So the spin class I go to at my gym is kind of a combination. So we do hills and jumps, stuff like that, but we do go on beat like rhythmic spin and we have rhythmic spin music. So it's a combination, but it's literally like it's the absolute best workout. I go every Saturday now. It's one of the reasons I come home just about every weekend. I go solely for spin class and I don't regret it at all. It is the best way to start off my morning and it's such a good sweat session and you burn so many calories. It's fun. My mom usually comes with me, so it's a good way for us to do something together at the gym. 
But if you're interested in spin it all, I definitely recommend finding the gym near you that has a class and just trying it out. It's not for everybody, but it really is such a fun workout. But even at my school, they have spin bikes, and me and my friends will go on there sometimes for like an hour or so. But I know some of my friends just do not like that, and they'd rather go on the Stairmaster or do the treadmill for 30 minutes. And it just depends on what your preference is. For me, I like to either do the treadmill for 20 minutes or I ride the spin bike for around 45 minutes. The spin bikes at school are not nearly as good as the ones we use in class, and they just hurt your butt really bad. So usually I'll do like 20 to 30 minutes of cardio, and then I'll do my workout in the actual lifting room. But if you're new to working out and trying to find what does work for you, I definitely recommend, like I said earlier, that Nike training app or just any kind of apps in general that have circuits or even girls on Instagram who make videos of their workouts or Pinterest. I'll find a bunch of workouts on Pinterest before I go and I'll just follow along with those or videos on the Instagram page or any platforms like that that show fitness routines and videos and health and wellness, I'll try to follow those as I go. And that just gives me more structure because I'm not creative and I'm not good at making up my own routines and ways to work out and reps and sets and everything. So that's always an easier way to follow it and have more structure to my workout. And if I had access at my school for like a personal trainer or one-on-one training, I think I would do that. I've always kind of been interested in that just because, like I said, I'm not good at kind of making my own routines and figuring out how many reps and sets I should do. I just kind of have to wing it and figure out what is going to make me sore the next day and make me feel good. So if you have access to a personal trainer or any kind of one-on-one session, I think you should definitely take advantage of that and at least try it. Try it for one time and see how it goes. If you hate it, you hate it, but it could be your new favorite thing. And another thing is working out in groups. So not even with just one other person, but group training. As I first got into like working out a few years ago in high school, I was definitely on the side of just working out by myself and never wanted to work out with anybody. But the older I got, the more I just only like working out in groups. So that's why I like workout classes and things like spin class, just because it's with 10 other people and an instructor telling you what to do and when. So it's just more structured. And I like that aspect of it. But working out with other people just gives you the social aspect as well as everyone's going through the same thing. So it's just an extra little motivation and extra people to cheer you up and keep cheering you on to keep going. And that pretty much sums up my fitness portion of today's episode. I'm sure I'll think of more things after I finish this, of course, because that's how it pretty much always works. I finish recording and I figure out perfect things that I should have said. But on the nutrition side of today's episode, I just wanted to jump right in and talk about eating in moderation and I mentioned this in I think my second or third episode I want to say second but how it's okay to have quote-unquote cheat days and eat things that you just want to eat I think it's important to obviously stick to a diet that you want to maintain like eating healthy whether it's eating vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian or just moderating moderating that's a good word I don't know why I said that okay monitoring it's important to monitor what you eat so for me I try to eat as healthy as I can I don't eat a ton of fruits and vegetables but I do try to eat whether it's spinach salads or wraps or just non-processed and whole foods that aren't greasy or fried but who am I kidding I do eat fries a lot at the calf I ate fries probably three days this week and do I regret it a little bit Did I love them while I was eating them? Yes, but like I said, it's just a matter of eating in moderation and deciding how much you want to eat of one thing. You can eat fries instead of just eating like an entire plate of fries. You can have just one little side of it. Same thing with other unhealthy foods. Like one day this week they had a really healthy option, but they also had 
bacon chicken alfredo pasta so you know what i did i got one bowl of salad and a whole bowl of pasta because it's balanced life is about balance right and it's about balancing what you eat and monitoring it in moderation and you don't have to completely cut yourself off from unhealthy foods no they're not the best thing for you but you're human and you're going to crave things that aren't always super healthy for you but it's just about eating good portion sizes of them and you don't have to force yourself just to eat spinach and kale every single day of every single day of the week that's just not healthy your body's not going to grow on that you have to implement regular foods and regular cravings into your everyday diet and this is one reason that I like to work out in the mornings because if I have a really good hard workout in the mornings it encourages me to eat healthy all day because I don't want to kind of ruined ruined becca what ruin i don't want to ruin the progress that i made that morning so if i have like a 45 minute super good sweaty workout in the morning then i don't want to ruin that by eating fried food and pasta all day but like i said it's just about moderation i mean there is a difference in doing that and just having just a few french fries or just a spoonful or scoopful of pasta on the side instead it's just about monitoring how much and portioning out your sizes of food. I think that's a really big thing that a lot of people misconstrue with their diet and they'll just say, oh, I worked out this morning so I can have an entire plate of pasta, where yes, that's okay to some extent, but I think it's better to just say, yes, I worked out this morning so I'm going to have half a salad and half pasta and just kind of portion it out and ration it out. And let me tell you right now, I know that the meal plan and being on a meal plan at college makes it hard to eat healthy. Sometimes it makes it easier because the food sucks, but sometimes it makes it really hard because you're just surrounded by the nicest, greasiest hot dogs and hamburgers and french fries and pasta and baked potatoes. And like I said, you're just surrounded by good foods that you would want to eat. But then I go over to, you know, like the smoothie bar and not the smoothie bar, just kidding. We do not have one of those. The salad bar or sandwich making station and I'll have one of those instead. Or like I said, I'll just do half and half or I'll do a bowl of this and a side of this and a plate of this or a side of that. And it just depends on how big of portions I'm eating. But another important aspect of nutrition in college is, like I said last episode, is just surrounding yourself with healthy foods like in your dorm Whenever you're bored or just tired or just want a quick, easy snack, it's easier to eat healthy if you already have healthy snacks on standby just waiting on you. So in your little snack drawer or whatever you keep your snacks in in your room, your pantry, whatever it may be, your fridge, if you keep healthy foods there, it's so much easier to promote good eating and healthy eating and feel better if it's constantly just surrounding you and you don't really have an option to eat unhealthy and go buy unhealthy food if you have a smoothie ready to go in your fridge it's so much easier to just drink that than to go out to the store out to the calf and eat something that's unhealthy and not gonna make you feel better but I think little changes like that is what's gonna make the biggest difference in the long run and I know one thing that personally I've even struggled with in my health and fitness journey is wanting to see results so quickly and that's just never going to happen no matter what and no matter how hard you're training it's going to take time to build progress and results and for you to feel fully comfortable in yourself and your skin and that's something I'm still trying to do so that's definitely been one thing I've learned a lot in my whole nutrition journey in the past few years is just being patient and trusting the process and knowing that if you eat this kind of healthy meal every day and you're really prioritizing your health as your number one priority on your list and you're really making a set effort to eat healthy or work out a lot or better yourself it is going to pay off in the long run and I know you may not see results now but at one point another you're going to feel a lot better and you're going to be able to look back on old photos of you or videos of you and you're going to 
be able to not only notice a physical difference, but a mental difference. I think that even when there's days that I don't see physical results, I have mental results. So I have just a better mentality and I feel stronger and I feel better. And even if I don't physically look stronger, I feel stronger and I know that I am stronger. So I think that's what matters is just believing in yourself and trusting in yourself because if you're not mentally sure of how you feel and who you are, that's going to react negatively in your workouts because if you don't feel good, you're not going to feel good during a workout. And if you don't think that you're making any progress, you're just going to have a negative kind of mindset and headspace during your workout, which is just going to make you bash on yourself and nitpick your flaws. And it's not healthy to do that physically or mentally. So I think your nutritional health goes hand in hand with your mental health, which then directly corresponds to your physical health. So all of them are so related and it's so important to balance each one and prioritize each one, which goes back to the beginning of this episode when I said mental health does equal physical health. So it's obviously super important to prioritize your mental and nutritional well-being and health in order to activate your physical health in the long run. But yeah, I just think that whenever you are working out, whether it be 6 a.m. in the morning or 6 p.m. at night, as long as you are feeling good in what you're wearing and how you're feeling and how you're looking, it's important to feel good in order to end up looking good. I don't think that when you're working out, if you don't feel good or feel confident in yourself or your body or how you feel or your progress or your results, then you're not going to have a good workout in the end. You're not going to believe that you're making any kind of difference. You're just going to be exhausted. You're going to be tired. You're going to regret working out and you're just going to nitpick your body and your overall self-esteem, which in turn is just going to decrease your mental health and how you view yourself. So like I said, it's just really important to prioritize yourself and how you feel first and what you're eating first over working out because in order to feel good during a workout, you need to feel good in your head and your mind and your body. But yeah, those are just some of my tips on fitness and nutrition and wellness in college and not necessarily just in college, but whether you're in high school or you're older, you're not in school anymore or anything like that. I think these are still just some tips that are useful to anybody looking to either advance or get into working out and their physical journey as well as their mental and nutrition journey. So if any of these tips or any advice really resonate with you, I really encourage you to try them out and let me know how they work. They really work well for me, whether it's just not necessarily having cheat days, but just eating in moderation and monitoring what I'm eating and having workout plans and partners and workout videos to follow along with. Those are just some of the things that I find really help me and my overall fitness and wellness journey. So I know this is obviously probably the shortest episode so far. I think we're at like 26 minutes so far. So it is going to be on the shorter side. But like I said before, I'm just getting over this cold and I'm not feeling 100% my best, which is okay. It's okay to just, you know, have kind of bummy days and that's just one of those days today and I have to go back to school and it's snowing outside and Andrew's here so I'm gonna hang out with him and yeah it's just kind of one of those Saturdays so I apologize for this not being a super long episode but you guys know I don't really have a set structure for how long or time limits on these episodes it's just kind of talking as I'm thinking and what I have written down and I know a lot of these things I've already sort of touched on in previous episodes but I just wanted to have an episode like this to kind of condense everything I feel like and everything I believe in nutrition and working out. And I'm sure that I can still going to develop more tips and tricks and advice that I can still give you guys down the road and make more episodes on. But for right now, I just wanted to make one overall episode describing kind of what I do, what I eat, how I work out, and 
things that maybe one of you guys could follow or implement into you guys' daily lives. And I'm listening back to some of this audio right now, and I'm so sorry for how freaking nasally and disgusting I sound. I'm on like the verge of sneezing every five seconds, and I'm trying to hold it in, and I've had to edit out so many coughs and sniffles and sneezes throughout this short podcast. So I apologize if it sounds absolutely terrible, but we're going through it right now. We're trying to get through this cold. I think it's almost over, but hopefully it passes through in the next few days and oh my gosh I actually forgot to tell you guys that I know my very first episode I talked about my new year's resolutions and one of that was to go snowboarding or skiing and I'm actually going tomorrow so tomorrow on Sunday February 9th there's actually a trip with my school so Piedmont College there's an optional trip for $40 you could go for the whole day and they give you like a meal and a free lesson and you get to learn how to ski all day so that of course was like an opportunity for me to finally do that and I'm so so excited so that's part of the reason I'm going home tonight I have to pack for that we have to leave for the bus to go on the trip at 5 a.m. so that's gonna be really tough in the morning to wake up and want to do that but I'm so super excited and I can't wait to finally do it. Hopefully I don't bust my ass. I'm sure I will. I signed up to go snowboarding instead of skiing and I know the majority of people going signed up to do the opposite because skiing's easier, but I guess we'll see how it goes. I have always wanted to do snowboard instead of ski, so if I don't like it or I hate it, I just might have to switch over to skis if I'm allowed. But I will have updates for you guys next Saturday on the next episode. And I think next week might be the episode with my dad. He's been begging me to do the top 10 movies. Both of us make a list of our favorite movies and tell them to you guys and describe each one and just kind of have a conversation about them. So I need to get on that. We need to record that and get a time to do that for you guys. So if not next week, that might be in a few weeks or soon, maybe later. I'm not really sure yet. I don't really have a set episode plan. I might do the money one, considering that was pretty well voted on on my poll on my Instagram story that I told you guys about. So if it's not the money thing, it's going to be the movies things, vice versa. Not 100% sure yet. You guys will find out. But before I end off today's episode... As usual, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I really love that you guys support this and are really encouraging it and giving positive feedback. I'm super excited for the episodes to come and to see where this goes. It's only February, and we're about a month into this podcast, so we've all year, and I can't wait to see where it's at at the end of 2020. Hopefully, we've grown in size, and we're just growing and growing more each and every episode. So if you've made it this far and enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and subscribe. Leave a review. That just really helps me and my ratings and how this podcast goes. So yeah, if you feel inclined to leave a review, go ahead. Give it a few stars if you'd like. And subscribe for more episodes every week. And yeah, I guess I will see you guys next Saturday.